Obviously, you made a right turn, because here's the wrong kind of podcast. The suppression must stop, Yancey. Yes. Welcome to the wrong kind of podcast. Power to the people. Mm. Can't even do what you want to do in your own home. Not when your wife says no. <laughs> Some bullshit. <laughs> edit that. <laughs> <laughs> if he had his way, we would have stuffed animals hanging from our rafters in our house. Stuffed? They are professional taxidermy. They're not stuffed. Stuffed. Oh. You've been in our house. Mm-hmm. For those listening. The mansion that we live in. Yes, that's it. Has vaulted ceilings and those exposed beams seem like a perfect place for a man's, mm-hmm. you know. A man's wares. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead, we have pictures of people walking on beaches. How contemporary. I took well, that it's, photo. It's us. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is us. We went to <laughs> Florida in 2016, the year of the poop. Uh, <laughs> the, the year of our Lord, <laughs> the poop. We uh, went to the beach. And I think that was the moment that all of you had been to the ocean the first time, Very right? first time, yeah. Yeah, and I had been to the ocean. I guess I'd been to the Gulf and both oceans in my travels because I'm so worldly. And actually, I saw the Atlantic Ocean and the Pacific. Specific. <laughs> I saw the Pacific Ocean, the one on the left coast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Glad you told us which one. Yes. Uh, I just got some fucking teeth missing over there, man. <laughs> Happens every once in a while. But uh, all the hillbillies call it the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, that's true. I saw the two oceans within a m- maybe not a month. I saw the Atlantic in. March, and I saw the again <laughs> the Pacific in uh, August. No, oh, so definitely maybe not a month. late July. Well, there was another trip to Georgia that I got messed up with the other ones. But anyway, I thought that was pretty impressive. Within you know three months of each yeah. other, what March, April, May, June. So yeah, like three, four months coast to coast. Yeah, and uh, drove from Coffeyville, Kansas to. The West Coast in a single cab or standard cab, however you want to say it, Chevy pickup. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that was comfortable oh, and not claustrophobic tough. at all at the well, end. The uh, the trip on the way home, we did straight through from uh, Ogden, which is basically Salt Lake City, to here. And we went over the Rockies at night in a thunderstorm. So yeah, that's what I I went over the Rockies that night in a thunderstorm. Got to see sketch. the lights of uh, Vail from uh, I think it's Vail or Aspen, whichever one's right there on the main highway there. But uh, yeah, it is sketchy as fuck at night in a thunderstorm going across the mountains. You see shit. Every time you tell that story, I think of um, Lord of the Rings. Every time huh. I tell that story, mm-hmm. like when they're trying to get through the. Well, you know, and then I wasn't to... driving, but the dude next to me, is, he's special. Okay. Could he be a, what would they call him? The dwarf? Is that what they call him? What do they call them? The hobbit? The no, Hobbits. not the hobbit, oh. but the, the, the cranky old man who can't see anything because oh. he's too short. Yeah, the dwarf. The dwarf, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And like they mind all this stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cranky old man that can't see. Little yeah. redheaded guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all I don't remember his name. No, the, the shorter one. <laughs> With a B or the F? shortest one. The shortest dwarf, the world's tallest midget. <laughs> That's what he calls me. 
And when she gets on a ladder, I start screaming, hyperbolating, hyperbolating. Nice. He does. It's an inside joke. Mm. But now it's outside. Mm -hmm. So, as always, thank you to the producers. The reason you're not hearing boner commercials or ads for other shit is because these folks send us coins or help in some way with the podcast. Like next weekend when we're camping. Everybody's welcome. Yay. You don't have to be a producer to be there. But everybody's welcome. So go to WKOPodcast.com. Look around. There's a list of people. Uh, We had new... Did we... Didn't mention our new barons from this week? Uh, we not yet, not. I don't believe. Uh, Baron... Hold on. I don't want to screw this up. Let's just go to the page. You're supposed to write these down before we start. Well, I had them. <clears throat> it's like I'm open to that page right here. So, our latest barons are Lord Bandersnatch. <laughs> and he has called in, I see. I'd like to know about Bandersnatch. I have an idea. I don't think it's what Megan thinks it is, because he's not that kind of guy. <laughs> How do you know? Could be a it's double true. entendre. He does claim to be a libertarian, so, I mean, his morals are already in question. Mm. What does that have to do with this? It's just, just fucking with him and the guy over there. Uh, Lord of the Cheeseheads. What's that? Nothing. Lord of the Cheeseheads. I believe this guy is... Uh, from Ohio and a Lions fan. Mm. <laughs> He'll enjoy that. He feels like he's from Ohio. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no. So, Lord of the Cheeseheads, he's, uh, and both those guys uh, are our regular producer when I, I guess uh, recurring. They, they uh, donate money weekly. Thanks. And last but not least, and I, I think I'll get it right without messing it up. Uh-oh. Lord Shrekimus Prime, right? Yeah. Yes, Lord Shrekimus Prime. That would be Shrek. And he decided to go with a mashup of Shrek and Autobots. Again, thank you. And I'm lost in my phone. There we go. We're back to it. So something we've been doing recently, we've actually got a uh, caller hotline now. And I'm still working on remembering the phone number by heart. Does anybody here know it yet? Nope. I got the area code down. <laughs> of course. So if you want to call and leave a uh, voicemail for us, make sure you say your name in the message. Because the way it's set up, it does something stupid. I need to reach out to Spencer in Kansas City because I called his the other day and there wasn't no goofy thing it just went straight to their message probably just need you know? to go to settings or something well i've tried as you guys saw a while ago me in settings <laughs> yeah so that listener hotline number is 620-625-0146 there you go uh, again that is 620-625-0146 make need- sure you say your name do what we need to figure out if it spells something fun you know, you don't have to spell your name. You know what? We do need to find no. out if it, it does spell something fun. <laughs> Please don't spell your name, but feel free to say your name. Hope it leaves something like, uh, so it's seven letters. 
It could be like 620 uh, eat poop. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, Go poop. Pass gas. That's six. It'd be right? great if it was yeah. pass gas. Yeah. I'll get on there and try to pick a new number. Anyway, call it. So, when you people call, you know, what we're kind of asking you to do is either uh, chime in on a past episode, if you just got something you want to say, current events, whatever. Uh, some of these, we hope, are topic starters, and then we'll kind of go from there. This first one here, one of three from this man. He apparently is uh, bored and sends messages, and we appreciate it, but uh, you'll see. Need to make sure it's all turned up so everybody can hear. Hey, Justin, it's DG here. I'm going to do some rambling. You don't got to use it on the show. Too loud. Uh, I've been thinking about this gun thing and the shooting, and hell no, I don't want no more shootings, you know. I mean, I, I do think that some things have to change. I, I do look at the numbers of the you know, United States compared to other places. I will never, ever support an uh an all-out ban on assault rifles or guns. I wouldn't do that. Let me pause that real quick. The kid that shot all those kids in Texas did not have an assault rifle. Mm-hmm. What did he have, Yancey? <laughs> Had an AR-15. And an AR-15 is an Armalite rifle. It does not mean assault rifle. He had a semi-automatic rifle, much like the Marlin twenty two yep. that a lot of people kill the fuck out of pop cans with. Right. Make no mistake, this man did not have an assault rifle. The only way that you can possess assault rifle, okay, two ways. One's illegally. Right. Both of them involve you being wealthy. So the legal way to own a true assault rifle, air quotes are implied, in that it would be military-grade equipment, would be to have a Class Three Federal Firearms License. And then once you have that, which you have to go through some pretty good background checks and an anal exam, I've done it a couple of times, then let's say you want to go buy a true assault weapon, a true assault weapon like an MP5 machine gun, something little like that, is going to cost you anywhere from now. This is <clears throat> ten years ago money. I I'm not really up to speed on this shit anymore. But yeah. let's just say twenty five thousand dollars. So you're going to spend twenty five thousand. You're going to go through all the background checks that the United States government requires you to go through to get your federal firearms license. The kid didn't have an assault rifle. I would bet that everybody listening to this probably doesn't know anybody that does own an assault rifle. If you do, cool. Let them know that I would like to shoot that gun. We will continue. You know, 18, 18 years old, I I don't really trust 18-year-olds. I'm going to stop him again. I hadn't, uh, hadn't heard that part of it, and I just messed up a little bit of the message. We'll have to go back and listen to part of it again. He doesn't trust 18-year-olds. Mm. Well, the United well, States military disagrees. And uh, voter registration laws. Yes. If you're old enough to put an idiot in the White House, and you're old enough to defend said idiot with a true assault rifle, uh, I believe that you can do about anything the country allows that's legal at the age of 18. Smoking, uh-huh. drinking. I mean, I... I- I get what he's saying, though, that like they aren't um, 18 year olds aren't as, uh, you sure, know, well versed sure. in life. As... I get it. Then why are they in the military? I'm, I mean, I'm just saying I understand what he's saying. I don't think that he's probably like. No, you know I don't I mean? think that he is either. But that's 
That's why we have these call-ins. Well, it is a true crapshoot when you're talking about 18-year-old right. people. Cause you could you put could two have, of them next to each other, right. and they could not be more different than... Somebody yeah. today said we got... Uh, they didn't like the... Was, so Facebook is back to presenting leftist Facebook pages to me so that they can piss me off because that's what Facebook does. They want <laughs> they want to cause discontent. Yeah, That's what they want. Mm-hmm. There's uh, money in that. Yeah, there is. And anyway, I saw one today where some lady was complaining about school-age children having weapons. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. She said, what are we going to do next? Uh, arm school-age children? So I reminded her that somebody could graduate at the age of 18 and then enroll in the military. I'm sorry, enlist in the military. So yeah, you do have school-age children, school-aged humans, uh, with rifles. So we continue. Sorry supporting uh, an all-out ban on assault rifles. I'll let it play this time. Do that, but you know, 18, 18 years old. I I don't really trust eighteen-year-olds to do much more than make me a damn Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Mm. I, and if they can do that right, I I've had two. I just eighteen in twenty twenty-two isn't the same as being 18 in 1950. I mean, back then you were already getting married. You were, That's a true story. When I was 18, hell, I didn't need an assault rifle. And, you know, if the whole thing is to support your, you know, to defend your family, defend your home, well, maybe you should not live with your grandma and not, you know, and then need an assault rifle. If the first gun you've ever bought was a damn assault rifle at 18 years old, I got questions, especially if you don't have a home to protect. I think there could be tweaks to the law. Me and Shane were talking about it. I mean, <laughs> maybe you should have to uh, actually have a home. With- Don't know what happened there. My phone went black. Sorry. Are you serious? Did your phone just die? My kid and oh. hell, my sister. No, the damn phone went to sleep while it was playing, and now we got to listen to some of this again. And you know. If the whole thing is to support your, you know, to defend your family, why it did defend that. your home, well, maybe you should not live with your grandma and not. So talk a little bit about that while I set my settings to so they don't do that shit again. All, all this stuff really seems to be a slippery slope because once you start uh, making caveats to these laws, yeah, you're, you're well, opening them all to interpretation and. I mean, where does it end after that? It doesn't really matter, though, because his and I, I don't mean to say this rudely, so I hope I'm not. But it, his whole um, basis for this argument is based on something that is incorrect. And that was that the kid had an assault rifle and he didn't. And you can't like it's not like you can just go buy one like Justin just explained. So the rest of the argument is kind of, you know, and put, I, put to rest with that. I know this argument's worn out, too, because people have heard it so many times, but even if this kid didn't have access to certain things, he's going to find a way to do it in other ways, right? Yeah. But I, th- I think when it, when it boils down to it, <laughs> it's the protection that we have at the places that are being attacked. They always go for soft targets. We all know that. They are not going to go to a place where they know that people are going to be able to defend themselves because they know that another gun lives there. Right. And, you know, that's why people don't go to a police station and try to shoot up a police station. They know other guns live there right. that are going to shoot back. And people are always surprised when you go to a church and the gunman gets taken out because right. somebody else is carrying. It's, yeah. Here was, go ahead. I was just, didn't, 
he killed his grandmother, right? Well, I don't know if she actually died. He shot her in her forehead. Oh, that's right. And then stole his grandfather's truck. Mm-hmm. Truck. That's what I was going to talk about. And, and wrecked it near the school. Wrecked it. Yeah, didn't even make it to the school. So they don't know yet if his intention was to actually go to the school or if he wrecked out there. And he was like, like hey, hey, this is handy. So that's what I want to talk about a little bit. The kid's 18. I think he's a sophomore. Oh, geez. I, this might be wrong. This might be wrong. Because okay. this shit's changing all the time, as mm-hmm. Yancey may bring up later. But uh, so he's 18. He's living with his grandparents. Not his, not his mom, who's come out and said, please don't there think you my go. kid was please horrible. Please don't judge my child. Yeah. So why aren't you living with your your mom? There's a, there's Now, I'm building a case here. So why isn't he living with his mom? Uh, he shoots his grandma on the head. Uh, sure. I yelled at my grandmother when she was alive. So did my parents. And, you know, we, we've all said probably shit that we regret to our parents when we're mad because we're dumbasses. But nobody shot him in the forehead. There's another deal. Then he took his grandfather's truck that he didn't know how to drive. He's 18. doesn't know how to drive a vehicle. There is another thing that I'm like, okay. He drove. He crashed said vehicle that they was said he wasn't even sure he could drive. And then he went into school and he shot a bunch of people. So we, I'm going to bring up our disabled child. So we're, you know, this is our, uh, I understand where you're coming from. We've entered a world of inclusion and acceptance. And everybody needs to be accepted and everybody needs to be included. I got a feeling this kid probably needed to be someplace excluded. They don't know much about him, but they said he was going through some kind of, he clearly was going through some shit. Well, there's some pictures that have come out of that kid, you know, that might be questionable in today's climate. Okay. That uh, I don't know if they're all true or not, but there was pictures of him in a dress, that sort of stuff. So he had so, a mental disorder a little bit, maybe. Yeah, well, and you've got to think he probably felt pretty disenfranchised and had worked up certain things in his own mind that he was going to get back at the world, maybe. Right. I don't see how this is... Everything that he did was illegal. Yep. So I don't... Oh, everything he did Let me illegal, create yeah. another law... Okay, because that's worked. Oh, let's, let's inform him a little bit more. There's lots of people out there saying, well, if you're going to sell a gun to a private citizen, you ought to have to go through a background check. Let me let, let me answer your question for you. Or let me, let me, let me educate you a little You know our listeners already know this stuff. And they're going to hear it again. We've got new <laughs> listeners. I've been to Federal Farms. They've heard that a few times. Yes. We've had a license. We sold guns right here in this room. We sold one to that guy over there years ago. Uh that's my daughter. <laughs> so if you're going to sell a gun, Yancey's going to sell a gun to Megan. Most likely what happens in the United States is Yancey sells a gun to Megan. Now, if you're going to do that, I'm not telling you to do that because that's breaking the law, but if you're going to do that, at the very least, you need to have a little piece of paper wrote out that I, Yancey, sold this model gun with this serial number on it right. to her and sign it because if that shit is used in a crime and, and then that it, serial number comes back to you and then if she doesn't want to do that don't fucking sell it to her yeah mm-hmm. just don't fucking do it because what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to go to a gun store and yancy walks in and says hey i'm going to sell this to her and i as the gun store owner will will take that into my inventory acquisition 
I will acquire it into my inventory. And then I will have Megan do a background check to see if she can buy it. And then if she buys it, she'll give the money to Yancey. Yancey will give whatever we've agreed on. Usually the gun stores do like a $25, $30 transfer fee just to you know help pay the light bill. But here's the catch. If Megan doesn't qualify for the background check to buy whatever gun it be, to give it back to Yancey, the owner, he has to sign up for a background check. And then mm-hmm. if he doesn't pass, what most gun stores do is they'll say, hey, I can't give you your gun back. Uh, we can agree. And this is what we would do beforehand, so there wasn't no sketchy shit. I would tell them all this story. We can agree on a price that you want for your gun. If I feel it's okay, I'll give you that for it. If not, my options are to sell it to somebody else or call the local law enforcement and just give it to them. Most gun store guys aren't going to do that. They're going to figure out a way to make it right. But if you don't qualify to own your weapon, I can't technically give it back to you. And there's some things you can get on there that you can't qualify for. You know, like when you sold that weed when you were 18 and got busted. Even our military guys. I mean, how often did our military guys take longer to process? Every time. Every time military guys were delayed. Every time. Well, and I'd make the argument, too, that being part of a... A part of being a, a responsible gun owner is not letting your weapon wind up in the hands of an irresponsible person. Right. So, if you're going to sell your gun as a, you know a, a, to a third party or whatever, make sure you know who you're selling it to, and don't just sell it to some bozo. That's uh, but a lot of people don't do that. I, exactly, I've but bought. I'm I'm going to say that's just as important as uh. Yeah. Keeping your stuff out of the hands of your kids or keeping keeping you know I've keeping bought, it out from being stolen. Megan's been with me, I think about it every time. I've bought several firearms in gas station parking lots. Some of them the big scary ones that uh, had the big giant banana clips. Mm. <laughs> All right, is here that we, what we go. Call those now? No, it's actually a magazine. I know. <laughs> there is such a thing as a clip. But it's not what everybody on TV talks about. High magazine, high capacity clips. That's those high capacity clips is what holds your chips closed. I do have a question about this, but I don't know if you want to talk about it now or Whatever. later. That's what these conversations, these so, phone calls are supposed okay. to do. This. So there's, um, because of this, there's been this, uh, I don't know, it's brought out again, you know, the whole everybody throwing everything at the wall, seeing what might stick. Do you guys think that juvenile records? mental health records, court records, all that should be made aware for background checks or like if it's, you know, cause now if you, if you get in trouble for certain things, when you turn 18, it's, it's kept from your public record because you did it when you're a minor. So there's, you know, the talk out there now, is that something that we should no longer do? Should we no longer keep it from that record? My first thought is no, Maybe, <laughs> but if it's been 15 years since you did something that'll keep you from buying a gun at some point, damn it, second chances and all that, you know, you do mature, you do make mistakes and learn from them. Uh, there needs to be a way that you can get your record fixed. And there may mm-hmm. be, you probably get a hold of a lawyer. Yeah. There, there's some people can, they have, that can have their records expunged. I actually work with a guy who had, you know, messed up when he was really young, like barely a, a legal adult. And, uh, he was, he was a felon 
Yeah. Couldn't couldn't have any guns, couldn't go hunting, basically anything Can't like that. Vote, right? Right. And yeah. recently got all that expunged so he could basically grow up and be an and, and you know well, think about an that. adult. You're a dumbass sixteen year old and you do something really stupid. Or younger. Yeah. I mean. And you go and you serve whatever time. You're you know, you've done whatever the court system has put on you. And then, you know, ten, fifteen years later you're a established person and you just want to be able to go shoot a rifle at a deer and you can't get a gun yeah you haven't done anything since you learned your lesson you know i don't think that should keep you from and it seems like not all of those things are kept off of records am i right like some things that happen when you're a minor aren't kept from your records well but some things are speaking of records they're starting to get into this conversation again about red flag laws and i don't like those red flag laws because Because some of the shit is like what Yancey said. You keep adding these things to it, and before too long, you can't do anything because they've got you just completely cornered. And what would count as a red flag, and who decides? So, yeah, exactly. That's the problem. Some One that I always hear, and I use it as an example of myself, I heard people talking about, they say, well, if you're on some kind of a psycho, what's the term for it? Psychoactive drug or... Like. You know, okay, so when I got divorced... Mm-hmm. It was a stressful time in my life. It really was. So I went to the doctor and I said, hey, man, I am freaking the hell out. Is there anything that you can give me so I can sleep better at night and not just feel like holy shit all the time? Yeah. He gave me a real low dose of Xanax and it helped me sleep. I was on it for two or three weeks. I got through a rough patch in my life. Everything's fine now. That was that was a long time ago. So... Would that have put me on the red flag deal? So we're talking like every time somebody Psychoactive, has... Psychoactive? Is that what I'm looking for? Some sort of anti-anxiety, antidepressant. Yeah. Um, How many of these damn kids are on uh, anti-anxiety? Ritalins yeah. and all those yeah, things. Yeah, no kidding. Shit. Wow. Back in my day, you was hyperactive and you got your ass whipped. So Back in my day. <laughs> back in my day. We talked about this the other day on the Facebook page. Back when I was in school in the late 80s, I can Old man. visibly remember... Uh, shotguns and rifles in the oh, sure. back of windows of pickups. Yeah. Pickups sometimes that weren't locked. Yeah. Often Not weren't. One yeah. person got shot. They were going dove hunting after work. And sometimes it was just look at my gun in the back of the window, you know. I mean, these are teenage boys. Yeah. But most guys around here, I'd say 99.99% of them went out with their dad when they were young and shot watermelons and squirrels and shit. And you, you knew what death looked like. You did that. I killed that animal, and the same thing can happen to a human. Well, and let's not fool ourselves. This this type of stuff has been happening for a long time, but not in the capacity that it happens now. It's like there is a culture shift to where we don't value human life the same way that we used to. Imagine that. I will give you that the availability of high-capacity magazines are probably more prevalent. Well, today. think about the University of Texas shooter back in the 60s yep. that climbed the clock tower down there and mm-hmm. was and killed several people, you know, basically six, sniping right? them. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's in the 60s. That's without an AR15. That's without high capacity right. magazines and stuff. That guy found a way to kill those people. I think I mean, yeah, killing has been happening since the literally almost the dawn of time. But I think the um, access through the internet 
of um, being able to buy things and people not, and I know you can't like buy guns over the internet, but there are things that you, yeah, or, right. well, you probably, yeah, there. you know what I mean though. Like they shouldn't be um, shipping them to a minor. Right. It's not right? Like, like you can you Oswald just, like, it and freaking yeah. order it and it right. shows up you at your front door. You can't get it from Amazon yeah. and it's just not going to so show up at your thing. Clear, yeah. You can't ship a gun on the internet legally to an individual, it has to be a gun owner, a gun store owner, like a license holder. Yeah, and in most cases, you can't even ship certain parts, like a, a yeah. uh, AR-15 lower that has a serial number on it has to go through an FFL, too. Well, all of it does, yeah. legally. I don't know. I just I, I think that there's um, this ease of access, but also you got to wonder, like, all of these, I mean, partially, all these drugs that we put people on, everyone talks about the risk of suicide but is there also a risk of homicide losing your shit yeah i mean i don't know and at what point does the the um benefit or the risk outweigh the the benefit and how many of these cowards that go and shoot up these places they are suicidal and they Mm -hmm. just don't want to go down alone because they're too fucking scared so they go in and wipe a bunch of wipe a bunch of kids out with them so it's almost like the suicide by cop type thing it is. too and the whole thing of the cops waiting so long to go in yes i got held held people back. so i heard a couple of analogies this week one is uh totally just left it left my brain it's gone analogies <laughs> yeah okay yeah it'll come back so it just left i mean wow i had it and it's gone mm-hmm that's fucked up, man. Anyway, the other one is, you know, after 9-11, what did we do? We didn't ban airplanes. Right. No. We secured we the target. Secured. The yeah. target being the, the plane. Yeah. So why aren't we securing the schools? So you can't stop evil. I'm convinced this is the work of Satan himself. Yeah. This, is what, this is what's going on in today's day and age. This is the devil. But... What we can do is we can recognize that he's at work and he's quite successful in the last decade or so. We can secure the schools, but instead we spend $40 billion to the slush fund that is Ukraine and all of Biden and all his asshole buddies, Republicans included. But yet our kids are just sitting there. Easy targets. Easy targets. <clears throat> yeah, but that doesn't fit the agenda to uh, to protect the school. No. You know, and you, you can't continue to uh, get elected and beat the drum of uh, gun no. control. And make all this money through yeah. lobbying if you uh, actually do something about the right. targets. And it works on both sides. The left is beating the drum of gun control, and the right's beating the drum of Second Amendment. So they're both mm-hmm. getting money for this same shit. I don't, Those kids basically are uh, political pawns. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it works to arm the teachers. I think that there's too no. much. Um, I'm not speaking down of that. red tape, like you never know who. I've worked with some teachers that I'm like, no, they should not have guns. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not okay. Or what if that strong 16-year-old boy wrestles that teacher to the yeah. ground and takes that gun? Yeah. Yeah, and I that mean, gun ends up, you know, in a situation in, it wouldn't have before. Yeah, I'm not in, in favor of that. And that seems to be what everybody's response is. Oh, let's arm the... No, add people to your staff. You've got plenty of retired veterans and LEO officers that probably would volunteer their time. You would just have to hire somebody to kind of coordinate everything. Even and if I, they shouldn't have to volunteer their time. But I bet they would. I, I bet they would. That. Shit. Oh, I guarantee it. For like a couple of weeks. I, some of these old guys would just love to come up there and hang out. and. I don't know. You know. I mean, I just think that they shouldn't have to. That it, well, they shouldn't have to. I mean, we got $40 billion to spend on a bunch yeah. of bullshit going on over there that's, you know, whatever. All right, here's the next one. Maybe I'll remember that deal a minute ago. 
Nope. This is Lord Bandersnatch on the streets of Independence, Kansas. Uh, good to be with you today. Hope everyone's doing well. Um, you know, I usually don't speak out about uh, issues concerning Second Amendment. Um, I am a supporter of the Second Amendment, but I would not call myself an absolutist. That being said, um, you know, we've had some tragedy here uh, recently. And uh, while I don't feel qualified to say this is what we should do, um, I think that there are some interesting conversations, healthy conversations going around that I would just like to point everyone toward. Um, first off, I think that uh, evolutionary biologist Brett Weinstein, who is a lifelong liberal, liberal but was canceled by the identitarians in 2017, um, he has an article in Unheard that is the liberal case for guns. Um, I think that's a really uh, nuanced, uh, great article, and I encourage everyone to go read that. Um, also, as far as uh, just the, you know, why in the world are we seeing all these mass shootings? Um, I, I think this is a uh, result of what we're calling the meta-crisis. Um, this is the, the combination of all the crises we're facing, which would be you know, energy, education, um over medication, uh, psychological problems, um, uh, the, the crisis of meaning that that we're experiencing, uh, the corruption, the uh, division, all of these things. Do you say um, memes? Uh, all culminate in, Nobody in this meta crisis. Uh, I would like to point everyone toward the people uh, trying to define those problems and find solutions toward them. It's something I'm very, very interested in. I think it's crucial that we get to the bottom of these things because uh, I think, you know, uh, addressing these factors is what's going to uh, help us with these sort of so, uh, social problems. So um, I just want to point everyone toward uh, John Verbeke, um, Zach Stein, uh, shoot, uh, Jamie Wheel, Jordan Hall, um, Daniel Schmachtenberger, uh, Jim one. Rutt, and all the Game B movement, movement people. Um, you can find all, all these things online on YouTube. They all have uh, a lot of content out there, but they're, they're, I'm sure there's a lot more uh, going on on this front. But just uh, to make anyone that's not aware aware of those people, I um, highly encourage you to check it out. I find it fascinating and helpful. That was it. <clears throat> how that dude reads as much as he does is a very active father has a full-time job a band and his own podcast <laughs> i always appreciate his comments though he's very um he can he's tell he's, intellectual you can like tell it. he's well read yeah as I, you can tell that i am not good insight i'd like to add something there he was talking about the meta crisis um maybe add a, a uh a disconnect from reality what is the meta crisis i, I think, have an idea what it is what he's what do they call it well, I mean, he he just described it there, and, and a lot of the factors that go into it, you know, the over medication, oh, okay. all those type all right. of different scenarios. But right. this this disconnect from reality, and I'm not even talking about video games, which a lot of people immediately go to 
because you know I played video games for years and I've never had this desire to go and wipe out my fellow men. Nope, nope, but nope. there there may be something that's triggered in some people every, ha- occasionally. I don't mean to interrupt, but there would have to be the same thing for everybody who 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 loses themselves in reading a book. Right. Everybody who loses themselves in listening to music. I am that person I mean, that on both is, of those fronts. That is not the common denominator no. though when it comes to this type of stuff. As an avid video game player and not the worst in our group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, nice. I can see how if you were already a little bit nuts that game a we little, plays what do they call that? Would help. Because yeah. that game shows you types of guns, the caliber of guns, the different attributes of the guns. It kind of shows you how to sneak around a little bit. You can get lost in that world like you're talking about in reading. So, no, video games don't cause it. But if you're already predispositioned to be a fucking whack job and going to kill 20 people. Maybe that's your triggering mechanism. It probably doesn't help. Remember Columbine? They blamed Marilyn Manson for yeah. a while. I Once mean, again. But when you were saying this disconnect from reality, I was thinking <laughs> all these mental health crises that we see going on that people are arguing aren't mental health issues. Yeah. Clearly they are. Like that I, that meme, I don't maybe you were the one who shared it. I don't know that was, was like Was it a good one? I don't Adam and Eve were standing in the garden and like Adam's looking at Eve and he goes, "Well, I have a I don't know what because I'm not a scientist." Oh yeah. And God was like, "Woman." Anyway, it was funny. I was laughed at it. But I mean, those are the types of things, too. Like, if we can't even tell what's a, a girl and what's a boy. Yeah, we got bigger problems. Our issues Man. of anything else, coming back to this very most basic human nature when, things. When yeah. Bill Maher says something so sobering that you have to go, holy fuck, man. We're, we're going the other way when it comes yeah. to realizing people's... uh mental shortcomings too i mean we're almost excusing it every single day because you want to uh you you mentioned something about inclusion earlier you don't want to exclude anybody anybody, but you have to also recognize that some of those people need help not you know little johnny killed three cats last month right you know maybe he shouldn't be here at the at the boy scouts meeting Mm mm-hmm Maybe he needs to be at a different kind of meeting. I'm not saying that we can't maybe hopefully fix Johnny and he'll quit killing cats, but damn, man. But you can't say, oh, we can't say anything to Johnny because, you know. that's what we're doing now. Don't say anything to him. Well, he's got scars on his face. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. The idea of, do you remember back, and I say back in the day, it wasn't that long ago, when like mental health was this like... I mean, it's a hot button topic now, but I mean, it? like it was a, one of those things that was like, you, nobody should go. If you're seeing a therapist, it's like, you're yeah, hi, yeah. yeah like you're this crazy person. Hell, I still, Come when on, I was, man. Yeah. Like, like let the little kid who's killing the cats. I, I recently heard a story about a girl who had kissed a dead cat that was on the side of the road. Mm. Yeah. I think maybe she needs some help. She's old enough to know better. I mean, we're talking like a 10 or 11 year old girl who certainly knew better like and i don't know that that's a mental health thing but that on top of everything else that i happen to know about this girl there are some things that could be handled here like anyway just to say that it it's it shouldn't be um this thing that we hide from but now it's like almost to the other side where like they're pushing everybody i mean we have talk space and we have um 
I don't know, whatever other apps where you have like constant access to therapists and counselors all the time. And I don't know if it's making it better or worse. Like you have, um, you know, someone that you said once they got an official quote unquote diagnosis, oh, yeah. it made them. Once like, he got an official diagnosis, he went from working 40 hours a week and just being a asshole to sitting on his ass being diagnosed and you should accept me. I even got told that you should accept me for the way I am. Well, six months ago, you were just an ass trying to work your problems out. But now you've got a diagnosis and a check and, and an you're excuse. sitting on your ass. Yeah. You have an excuse. Well, it goes that direction, too, where it ends up as a crutch. Yeah. 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 So here's another one from our guy, DG. Hey, may the force be with you, too. Uh, wrong kind of podcast, brethren. This is DG. I'm sitting here with my brother-in-law, Russ. Hey, Russ. And he brought up a pretty good point. He said, we know one time... On social media, someone posted, describe our uh, vice president in four letters. And he said, I'm not going to say it on air, but Tulsa backwards, basically. Spelled Tulsa backwards. And he said it was minutes when that thing was taken down. Now, now you may have to vet this information, and I I don't know it for a fact, but the the buzz around the water cooler is that this guy said, this, this shooter, this kid in Texas had posted that he's going to kill his grandma. He's going to shoot up at school. I guess nothing happened. So what I guess what I'm asking is, you know, a boy over here said one derogatory term about the, uh, was not that bad, you know, about the, uh, wow. vice president. It's not that nice. But <laughs> this kid was posted. Maybe their <clears throat> political leanings as far as the, uh, people who run, you know, run this, whoever comes the information throughout social media, maybe their political leanings cause them to be looking in the wrong place every now and again. They're so worried about hurting people's feelings that maybe there's some real shit out there that people are posting. That's what that I just got done talking flagged, about. Uh, and probably alert the authorities. But I just want to get your thoughts on that. I, I guess that I don't know for a fact, but I heard that the shooter had posted basically what he was going to do. And if not, there are other that people who do all the time. So here's a question for you. I need to know if the post about the vice president was generated in the United States or in Australia. Yeah, because it sounded like he uh, called him a see you next Tuesday. Because the word cunt is okay in Australia. Mm-hmm. That's factual. I thought he said. <laughs> he said like every other word. Tulsa backwards. Well, he said four letters. But he did say Tulsa backwards. Which is a slut. Oh, yeah. a slut. Oh, now see. A slut is the same here as it is down under. Yes, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it is. I mean, I guess I don't know that to be slut. factual. <laughs> so you know the difference between a... Uh, oh, no. Is it? Are difference? we about to get a lesson? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the airplane. You, you've heard this. You know the difference, the, between a, the difference between a whore and a slut? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, a, a whore will fuck everybody. A slut won't fuck you. Okay. Okay. Oh, gotcha. that's not where I thought we were going. No, with this. it's that's that's what guys okay. that she's a fucking slut. No, yeah. she just wouldn't fuck you. Uh-huh. Anyway, it's like five F <laughs> thank words. You. Thank you for that distinction. Ten seconds. Hey, man, they come here for the quality truth. Uh-huh. So that, I I see his point on that though. Like, why don't they catch these things when you called someone a b word and. Mm-hmm. You actually, I think you were talking about. Oh, you're talking about a bitch? Yeah. Were Megan you actually referring to a dog? 
No, no you said, called him a bitch. Okay. I said he was being a little bitch. Okay. <laughs> it got the insta right. hammer. Just That's bam. Right. That I was, mean, it was like immediate. That was my yeah. that was my three day. Yeah. <laughs> the seven day was three for the, the... Uh, just the picture of the guy standing James there Franco. on the gallows. Yeah. Which wasn't a problem for anybody else but me. So I, I get what they're saying about that for sure. Why why can they catch that but not? It's all about those uh, trigger oh, words were... with the feelings and such. The feelings. That you can describe. I can tell you how I'm feeling. And... I just can't tell you what I think about you. Right. Oh, okay. Here we got another one. Let's see who this is. Oh. Hey, Rome kind of podcast. It's Baron of the Pipe. Oh, Texas school shooting. It's on everyone's mind. It's sad. It's horrific. It makes you angry. Oh, feeling all those things right now. Really tired of every time this happens. Um, it being used as political grandstanding. Mm-hmm. I guess you guys saw Beto old Beto down oh, yeah. there. Uh, you know, his daddy's not around to belly mouth these days. So Fuck he's that guy. Standing on his own too feet so to speak um trying to make a scene you know everybody uses it uses our kids and their safety and tragedies uh, to their advantage when in fact um it's been said many times they, they don't really care most of them don't so um yeah i just kind of that just kind of makes me angry and then going through the whole um firearms and second amendment and trying to take these things away my comparison i made was um we still have cars, drunk drivers all the time. You know, may you may hop in a Honda and kill a family of six. You know what? It ain't that taking that car away. It's not going to make a difference. It's not the car's fault. So I own several myself, and uh, cars. They're tools in my toolbox, and like any tool in your toolbox, you know how to use them. And you know, you sometimes you hope you don't have to, and I really hope it's never needed. Um, but uh, that is our rights, that is our freedoms, and that's a complete separate thing. Maybe we need to focus more on school safety, locking down doors, uh, keys, uh, card keys in, card keys out, uh, security. Why not? Why doesn't every school have armed security? How I did mean, he it's get just, huh. Many other things got something they don't on that. address. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's all I got. Sorry for the long message. Peace. We appreciate your long message. Yeah, so they say a teacher propped a door open, and oh. they are not sure if the teacher was in on it yet or not. There's oh, that's still out for jury. Yeah, he but walked right in a door. Yeah, walked right in it. The, the teacher used the excuse that they propped the door open because I don't know if they were going to go on a smoke break or what, but they went back to get their phone. They came back, and the guy was already inside. Good night. And Could then, you imagine being that teacher, man. being that person? Yeah. Well, and. There's other, man, there's a lot of stuff that's coming out that could have prevented this. The guy was inside. The police were there. They thought that it had turned into a barricade situation. So yeah. instead of going in, they didn't uh, think they didn't that it was in. an active shooter thing still. They thought it was a barricade situation. Meanwhile, the guy's in there mowing kids down. So, And then the, uh, the Beto O'Rourke thing that what John referred to right there. So that white bread cut goes down there. He's running for... Uh, Governor. Governor and Greg Abbott's on stage with the mayor of uh, Ovalde. Yeah, and, all the big wigs and the the sheriff and everybody else. He starts his political grandstanding and projecting and whatnot just to get some face time. 
and the mayor, who is using a walker, gets up off his ass and starts towards Beto, calling him, you know, a sick son of a bitch and all this other really? stuff. Which he is, I need to see you know, this, for, for going down and standing basically on the heads of these dead kids yeah. and, and, and trying to score political points, which has not worked out well for him, by the way. And there's Republicans doing the same thing. Yeah. A lot of guys aren't yeah. going to the NRA convention because it's a political, it's a political move. Yeah. I mean, so I read. Trump's going. He said, fuck it. I read that that the NRA convention is not allowing guns inside the building. And I believe that's probably because Trump is going to be there. At some point, you got to use some common sense because... I don't know if they ever I have, though, honestly. I think that's just so ironic. That's stupid. So the <laughs> NRA so says, good guy with a gun. Well, if you got a whole bunch of good guys in a room, a bad guy don't stand a chance. Yeah. So why the hell would they not allow well, it? I got my own opinions on the NRA anyway and the advocacy group that they are. Um they're about money too. Yeah, yeah they're I mean, they're they're a business. They, yeah. they, they give slightly less fucks than we do about uh, you know freedoms. Yeah, pieces of shit, basically. Yeah, I mean, basically, they're. Uh, <laughs> I, I won't yeah. go on. Just it's okay. This next guy here, he has many aliases. You probably heard him before. Hey, Justin, uh, I heard past show here recently, and you had made a comment about. Me and my buddy, you know, maybe we'd move to California somewhere together and hang out. <laughs> well, I just want to make this clear. You know, uh, I don't know how people all think about this these days, but the thing about it is, is I was sitting to dinner with my family the other day. My wife, my mom was there, my kid, and hell, my sister was even there. And uh, and I, I came out and I confessed, hey, I'm straight. I'm, I'm not a homo. <laughs> and uh, wow. and they weren't mad at me. They accepted me for who I am, <laughs> and uh, uh, they they appreciate that I came out and said, "Hey, I I'm sorry, but two guys kissing and dressing up like women make me want to puke." <laughs> so I just wanted to make that clear. You know, I, I'm 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 homophobic, and uh, wow, I'm a. I'm a man of my word, you know. I, I I love being straight, and I can't help it. And if, it's, <laughs> if it hurts people that I'm I'm like that, then I'm sorry. But that's just the way I feel, and I appreciate your I appreciate your comments. I love your show, and I hope that one day we'll uh, we'll all get together, and we'll have a good time, and the good Lord will bless us with a good feast. Thank you. <laughs> Yes. So, yes. thank you for that call. Shane's coming out party. Oh, Shane. <laughs> Shane's coming out party. Uh, let's see. We got. Is that uh, the title? Shane's coming out party? Maybe. Somebody can remind me of that. It ain't bad. Okay, here's another one from uh, that other guy. Hey, may the force be with you. It's Obi Wan Kenobi Day. Hey, uh, here's my thing. I know Shane probably disagreed with me. That's fine. It's like these two are having a love affair <laughs> over messages. It should have been all the play over for this new movie that they just released. Uh, thing is, I think Corey Feldman, uh, you know, Stand By Me, that's a good movie. <laughs> what? Uh, Rock and Roll High School and The Birch. Uh, Corey Feldman, I think he got uh, replaced. Sometime around 1992 by aliens, but that's another story. <laughs> hey, keep up the good work, guys. Bye. 
<laughs> so them two live on the same block. Yeah. And yeah. I think they've got the uh, Oklahoma Medicine going down there or something. Hey, wh- what was that stick song? Too much time on my hands? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the calls, guys. I feel like we're... Um, what is that like the uh, like the newspaper section when people used to like, oh, write oh, uh, write to the editor? Do you like pina coladas? Well, yes, yes, yeah, like the wanted, not yes. not oh. wanted, but you <laughs> oh, know what pers- I mean. Letters like, to the personals, the personals. Is, yeah, I may have tried to use those the one time, maybe. <laughs> Did you allegedly? <laughs> yeah, we had zero luck. We ended up me who's and a, we? Me and a roommate of mine. <laughs> so in the back of this, remember the good news? In the back of the good news, they had uh, personals. Yeah, and you could call. Never got anywhere. Never. I mean, you were trying to internet date before it was a thing. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> we both spent money. You Aww. know, we were a couple of single guys, not a lot of money, but you know, it was like so much to call and then whatever yeah. to listen to these because you could listen to the voicemails, and you know, you listen to one, it's like what's another, you know, thirty cents or whatever. Next thing you know, you spent like fifteen, twenty bucks. Like what the fuck? You, you know? know, some lady is like, well, I'm interested, but yeah. I ain't got no phone. Yeah, and, you're, and, and then when it's all said and done, you're twenty bucks broke, and you're still sitting there with your buddy. <laughs> all right, here's our last call in. Hey, this is not Bob, but this is Jason E. Evans. And well, you know what I want to know? So when a waitress asks you what you want to drink, and you say red Kool-Aid, they don't have it. What's <laughs> up with that? I want red Kool-Aid. And if they ask me what I want to drink, I want red Kool-Aid. Just my opinion. Thank you. Good luck with that one, Jason. Hey, Kool-Aid. Now, I would probably go oh, yeah. with the black cherry. Ew, yuck. That is the best of the extra sugary drinks from the 60s and 70s. Mm. Do you remember those like um, those little barrel-looking things? That yeah, had in- tubs. Yes, they're... Little- I have a whole package of those barrel-looking things. Root beer barrels. Dude, no, dork. Some of those were like drinking uh, razor blades. They were Yeesh, tough going down. Yes. What was that all about? I don't know. That's the uh, the high sugar content. And then the Mondos later. Is that what they were? We yeah. twist the top or whatever. It took me forever to... Did you know that you're not actually supposed to twist oh, the tops? Yeah, you just snippy snip the very yeah. top and treat it like a straw. Supposed to be a straw. straw. Had no idea until I was like five years ago. Yeah. As yeah. you can see, we're almost an hour in. We've listened to all of our voicemails, and that's exactly the idea. It creates content. It gets us to talking about things we hadn't planned on talking about. Yeah. So call us, 620-625-0146. Make sure you leave us a good clear message speaking to the phone and uh you don't have to leave your name if you want to leave your name that's fine if you don't have to so i've been breaking a rule for a long time it should be ladies and then guests my wife is a lady you're a guest so i've been going first shouldn't do that so from now on megan will go first and then yancey okay so i guess you're turning over to me so um on kind of speaking of movie stars, I guess. Hey, did you know that Bo Hopkins? I don't even know who the hell that is. American Graffiti. He was Joe, the Pharaoh greaser leader dude. Uh, okay, I should know that with all the American Graffiti uh, you should. stuff on the walls. He died today. Anyway, he was That's in like lame. a lot of different things. Um, I forget what the others were, but that was like the big one that I was like, oh, Justin. He always reminded me of Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, yeah. He always reminded me of that. I think he's, he's right greasy? up there in the picture. No, he just looked 
He looked like Jerry Lee. I'm not Jerry Lee Lewis. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Uh, some, some, sometimes you're hot, sometimes you're not. Jerry Reed. Smoking yeah, a Bandit. Yeah, yeah Jerry uh, Reed. He always reminded me of Jerry Reed. He was also in White Lightning. That was one of them that he was in. There were That's it. several other I things. I thought that was him in there, and I thought it was Jerry Reed. It was him. Sure as shit. Oh. Well, there you go. Sure as shit. I'll be damned. Okay. Anyway, yeah, he died today. It's a great Burt Reynolds movie. There's been a lot of like... Uh, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta yeah. died this week. He's and a funny guy. There were several <laughs> others, like the um, Jerry Seinfeld's mom from Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Obviously, she died this week. And Costanza. Yeah. yeah. No. Was she in anything else? She was voiced for some Toy Story, wasn't she, or something? Yeah, Mrs. Potato Head. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yep. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. Cool. Um, I don't have anything too super important this week, so just kind of some crazy things because that's what Bummer. I like to share with you guys. Yeah, sorry. So um, a Florida woman, because you know those well, Florida people. Florida and Ohio. I feel like we should, like, sorry. Did you say that one of our producers is from Ohio? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sure that we have plenty of listeners in both, according to the numbers that I see. Sorry, we're about sorry, to guys. insult you. Yes. Um. Anyway, we should keep tallies of like the crazy stories that we hear and okay. see. Like, anyway, so this one's a Florida woman, 22 years old. She called the cops because her McDonald's order was taking too long. And um, before she called, she was complaining, of course, because it was taking too long. And she started throwing like bottles that I guess she was just carrying in her bag and like bottle caps at the employees. Because I carry bottle caps. Uh huh. And um and then she and then she called the cops. So she was arrested. For um, and charged with assault, disorderly conduct, criminal mischief, and misuse of nine one one, because I mean I know like sometimes McDonald's can take a while, but yeah, she called nine one one. Seems like for a lot. It. Yeah. So anyway, slide, so that happened. Slide over reaction there. Yeah, and um, this other <laughs> this guy I know that Justin's not a huge soccer fan, so I don't expect him to know this name. Some guy named Kurt Zuma. Just a fun name to say. He's a French soccer star. Nobody he, here knows. Yeah, he's <laughs> on trial for kicking his cat in the abdomen and slapping it across the face and posting it on YouTube or something. Oh, that sounds well, real smart. That's yes. stupid to do that. If you're yes. going to kick your cat, don't put it on video. Yeah. So now his cats have been, um, what's the word, surrendered. They've, they've taken his Would cats. Would he like to have a cat? We're not giving him Geo. That fucker in a box. Aw. Seeing him across the ocean. Poor Geo. Well, Geo has the attitude to be a Frenchman. Actually, that's true. He would. He's a fucking ass. I thought you were gonna say Geo has the attitude to be a soccer ball. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Geo don't play. Okay, so like (laughs) there are there have been Geo's like the biggest scaredy cat in the world. Like if I come outside with a trash bag or anything, my backpack, he'll run. Stupid. Two giant dogs come in our driveway one day, and was it Lene and I out there? Yes. And I thought it was you and the dog. I don't think so. I think it was okay. Lene because I was telling her to get in the car and shut the door because these dogs were huge. Geo comes from around the side, and he gets all like hunched up, and the dogs are starting to come in, and they see Geo, and he's all like hissing and raised up and like getting ready huh. to go on his back hind feet, and they're like, nope. Crazy cat. Man, they that, left that cat him immediately. For six more months. I started yelling. <laughs> he gives you just enough reasons to keep yeah, him around. Huh? I was yelling at Justin, like, Justin, Justin, there's dogs. Big dogs. 
They were huge. By the time he came out there, G had already handled it. Speaking of big dogs, I went to a guy's house today to get that old school light there. And he said, I promise you, you won't get bit. Because what was in the, the backyard was a good-sized pit bull and a little bitty... It's I'm the little one this, you had to watch out for, wasn't it's it? It's a fucking rat-sized dog. I mean, a little bitty son of a bitch. What do they call those? Britneys? Uh, chihuahuas. No, little bitty. <laughs> little, it's a cute dog. Like little, a Pomeranian or something? No. Don't they call them Britneys or something like that? Little bitty son uh, of a bitch. Now, I don't know. A Britney's like a hunting dog. I don't know what the hell it is then. Anyway, there was a pit bull and this little bitty son of a bitch that would fit in the side of the mouth of this pit bull. <laughs> and the pit bull was just wagging its tail. And, you know, you could just, I was like, holy fuck. This is crazy. The little one was just, if it was, if it had the attitude that it was, you know, capability, yeah. I'd have been dead. <laughs> Napoleon complex. Yeah. Aww. It was hilarious. That's like, that's like, our puppy thinks she's a big girl. We got her four years ago today. Four years ago today, I saw her running down the street behind some kid who I think is a ghost because I've never seen him since. Shit's real. Mm. Okay. Never Did seen you... him since, dude. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> he's He's been on the lookout, too. Tell this guy that. The dog is well-loved. Um, did you guys hear that Britney Spears had a miscarriage? No, I had heard she was pregnant again, but... Yeah. What I'm about to say... Is that God takes Ooh. care of it? Let's just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm thinking. Mm. Yeah. That woman uh, didn't need no more kids. No. No. Um, I, I think we were all wrong. We <laughs> Which were now all makes wrong. me all like, everybody, hashtag justice for Johnny, and I'm like... I'm not saying like I'm I'm very much a Johnny Depp fan, but I don't know the man, right? I don't know the chick, although I can I from I have gotten sucked into watching a little bit because I have some free time now because I'm I not had teaching. Free time. So please, you I know what you do all day, and they um bust ass. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They you know the videos where they show like how she is on the stand and how he is on the stand and how they interact with each other's lawyers. Like he just seems to be. He doesn't care at no, all. No, he's laughing and like making fun of and snarky. And she's like fake crying. Yes. Ugh. Like this ugly cry thing where there's no tears, but her lips are like. It's about over, right? Pa- yeah. My closing weeks. arguments happened today, I think, or Thank yesterday. God. So now I don't know what. And the way she's know. been testifying, you're like, nobody talks that way. No. Why? And she'll like look over at the jury and be like, yes, that is true. Yes, mm-hmm. that whatever it is. And I'm like, the way she describes why. these situations in such like vivid details, it's like this thing happened in a split second. And you're saying that all of this stuff went through your mind in yeah. just that split second. She's I, had a lot of time to like plan and reflect. And she wrote that op ed that was very yes. detailed. And, Which is the whole point of this trial, right? Yeah, defamation. That, that op-ed. Yeah. I think that you can say that uh, Johnny Depp is an honest man because he said shit up there that he yeah. probably shouldn't have. Yeah. Right. Almost self incriminating. Giving Coke to Marilyn Manson. And yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to say that kind of shit, why would you lie about your wife crapping on the bed? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I've that she <laughs> doesn't come across as likable. In any or authentic at right. all? Did you see her face when the um, the Aquaman guy told her <laughs> or told them that they had to redo or that they were thinking of replacing her because of the lack of chemistry between her and Jason yeah. Momoa? Yeah, she's and when Johnny Depp told her that or uh, told her lawyer that they didn't think he didn't think that they were the same size or that he was bigger than her. Yeah. <laughs> She had great. this surprise look on her face like it's he called great. her fat yeah, or like, something. Did you just call me fat? It's great. 
She's a weirdo. The only stuff that I've been seeing are the are the clips yeah, on like I the reels on the Facebook thing. and whatnot. I love it. But you get the gist of it for sure. Yeah. And then the weird just uh, psychologist guy or practitioner what was or whatever. That? The that mouth was like, guy? Yeah, doing like the Mr. Ed like yes. or whatever. It's like, <laughs> damn, the, somebody pulled the peanut butter uh, away from Johnny that guy. And his lawyer's <laughs> reaction. The lawyer's like, what the Did you hell? see it, Justin? No. This this guy, like, literally, like, he's not making any sense, but he starts doing this thing with his mouth, his tongue, and his, yeah. he's like, like Willow when she's like, oh, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Johnny Depp looks at his lawyers and they look at each other like. <laughs> the lawyer goes. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. You need to go watch it, Justin, because it's hilarious. Anyway, on, that's, that. I don't have a. Like I said, I don't have anything else really. I was uh, kind of hoping just to that the phone calls would give us stuff to talk about because, you know, that's it. And it mm. worked. It did. Good job, guys. Keep calling. Yep. <laughs> hey, so the city of Coffeyville has a housing initiative and it moved ahead Tuesday with the Coffeyville City Commission buying several local lots for construction of new homes. Uh, there's properties on Knight Street from two different entities. Wait a minute. Who bought? The commission. The city of Coffeyville. Did you know this, Justin? After he told me. Oh, cool. Yeah. So like I said, there's four properties on Knight Street. I could give the addresses if I wanted to. But these uh, these properties cost probably around $6,000 in total to buy. They're just they're, they're empty lots. The entities that they were bought from, the owners of the lots, are Coffeyville Neighborhood Initiative Incorporated with Peggy Steele as the executive director. And uh, these are from USDA Mutual Self-Help Grants, and that's the housing program that's coming. Basically, the people that are going to be getting these homes have to have sweat equity within these homes. So it's almost like a Habitat for Humanity type thing, you would think. Um, So income-based. Right. And, I mean, they're not just going to, like, freeload on it, but... Mm -hmm. There could be up to twenty of these things uh, built by the by the end of this grant on these four lots. Not on these four oh, lots. Okay. These four lots are just the beginning. I they're, thought you meant like are, they're building apartments or something. No, there's there's going to be five homes built initially, and then the city manager says that more interest has been expressed by prospective homeowners, and that he anticipates that the construction of the new homes will follow quickly after the initial five homes are built. So these five homes are going to get built pretty quick, probably. And then there's so much more interest that that so many more will be built. If five are being built, according to what that article says, that means there already has to be five applicants that are going to help build them. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a little different than back in 13, 14, 15. I don't remember exactly when it was the then city commissioner at the time and the commission had agreed to actually build homes that the city owned and then you could buy them and they were, you know, low income people could qualify for them. There's a few of them standing around. There's one over on fourth street down by Holy name. Uh, I can't remember where the other ones are, but every day I drive by it and I see it. It's not a bad house. I mean, it looks pretty decent, but back then, when I came on the commission after the fact, we still had at least one of these homes, and we had decided that this is not something that the city of Caulfield should be in as the housing business. Now, this sounds different. It sounds like 
it's trying to help people maybe get a foot. And let's be honest, this is government money. Yeah, I'll say it's a gra- it's grant money. Somehow not money. or another, the city of Coffeyville feels like they're going to profit from, be it property taxes of these new homes. Right. Maybe they get a fee for processing it. I don't know how this works, but some way or another, at the end of the day. There's going to be a new home, somebody living in it, and the city of Coffeyville is going to somehow or another have a few more gold doubloons in the treasury. Well, you know for so long that the subject of new housing construction has been at the forefront of, of a lot of commissioners being uh, elected. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's usually the first question they ask or the first answer that is given uh, when they say, how is how are we going to grow the city? They're, they, they say, we need to solve our housing crisis, or we need to build new homes. There needs to be a draw. There needs to be new homes in the city. Now, doesn't help re- to regardless. continue to make them yeah. where you have to qualify income-based. Right. But regardless, it's a brand new spanking home sitting there. Yeah. It looks nice. It doesn't matter how it was built or the genesis of it. But then they're probably going to have some exemption from property taxes because they're income-based. Right. And I'm not trying to say everybody that poor doesn't give a shit about their home. Historically speaking, low-income people tend to be low-income people. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't. Just that's just how well, it is. The fact that they have to help build it. Yeah, that may be the, that may be the saving yeah. grace of this. Yeah. So what it, I am hearing though is that you said they bought it from who? This would be. <laughs> Peggy. Yeah, Coffeeville Neighborhood Initiative Incorporated. Peggy Steele is executive director. That is where actually a couple of the properties came from, and two more properties came from the Ville LLC with Peggy Steele as the manager. Which is still Peggy. Mm-hmm. So, so Peggy bought these lots when? So let's give a little 19? background story, and then I'll talk about the part that I think you're trying to get to. So Peggy Steele, we need, we honestly need several more Peggy Steeles in Not town. Yet. I'm a bit of a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a self-made woman. She came back home after years, saw her old stomping grounds that went to hell. She bought up some houses. She cleaned them up. She fixed them up. She invested her money. She also used government loans and stuff, grants, as I mean, a smart business person right. would. Yeah. Just like Trump. They bitch at him for not paying all Just the like taxes. Biden. He's Come paying on. all the taxes he's required to pay. Yeah. So Peggy used the system to do these things she bought a lot of property some of it with her own just her own cash you know so some people out there are gonna be like here we go again the city of coffeeville this reminds me of the parking lot in independence i had somebody else the other day say it sounded like probably somebody trying to get rid of their parking lot so the city of independence bought it so that's what people are going to think perception is going to be that well that peggy is one of the you know, there's the haves and have-nots in Coffeeville, and she's clearly a have. Nobody gave it to her. She's living in the house her grandma lived in when she was a kid, and they had nothing. So she's made her own have. But it looks beautiful now. And it looks yeah. nice. It's a very fucking nice house. <laughs> I think you can Airbnb that place, too. I think so. It's a hell of a house. Uh, if you close all the windows, you won't see the neighborhood around it. would be great. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, there's a perception that it looks like something. With Peggy, I don't think it is. I think it's uh, a crude business decision on Peggy's part. She's never going to build a house on it, and it's just an empty lot right now. So yeah. well, I'm, I'm let somebody if, else have it. If it was part of the um, land that she thought maybe she would, they would do like um, neighborhood. 
gardens and stuff on. I don't know. Is that one still over there going? Because she's still doing that, but I think she had planned on several at the beginning. Like, she thought that maybe she would have a few different ones going. Yeah. So, so I don't think this is as bad as it sounds. I don't know that I would vote yay or nay on it yeah. if I was on there, but I don't think it's dirty. Well, and I don't know what property, like, just lots in town are going for. They but gave six grand a man, lot. six grand no, for five lots for sounds like a together. hell of a deal. Oh, six grand, six grand for, for all lots? All five, yeah, I mean. So I imagine Peggy was probably buying yeah. them at tax sales. Three of these lots went for $3,928, and the other two went for eleven eighteen. I feel like she might have been losing a bit of money on that. Yeah, or, you know, just cutting, or, the, cutting well, the city a deal. Or now she doesn't have to mow them and take care of them. Right. Well, I mean, like I said, I don't know. I'm not going to throw Peggy under the bus. She's she's helped us do things. So a total I mean, of she's a decent twenty woman. lots will be purchased in Coffeeville for the USDA Mutual Self Help Housing Program. Like I said, twenty lots, yep. but we don't know where the other ones are coming from. No, nope, not yet. They said, like I said in this article, the the same manager said that yeah. after these five, that there's just going to be this flood of people that want to do this. I'm going to bet that these potential builds have to be in certain areas that qualify for low income and that street that you've just mentioned ninth street mm-hmm. uh also has basically a brand new street they ground right. that some bitch down to bricks curbs sidewalks and all of that was grant money from the government that had to be spent within a certain income-based area let me play devil's advocate here do you think this is the cusp of a long game that was played and that's why that there's been so much emphasis on that street that's why the new street was built that this was this has been a plan for a long time to do something like this on that street otherwise you're not going to pave that entire street for five bungalows to be renovated over there. No. Well, There's got to be a plan the, that that's going to be a nice neighborhood. The difference no. is, though, that that would assume that... They pick that neighborhood to make nice. Right, and mm-hmm. that's not necessarily true. No. Um, I don't know. It was coincidental that Peggy was at any of these... Um, she was there to buy her grandmother's house. I mean, that's what it was. And yeah. she ended up... Ac- well, she says accidentally buying. She didn't tell her husband. She told him after the fact that she had bought... All these others, like I'm sharing this. She's been on the podcast. She's talked about this. And she's, that's her bottle of Jack over there. That's, that's it's still sense. there. I every now and then. But um, anyway, so she happened to be there, and the the um, what were they called? Like their their auctions, like um, just tax auctions. Yeah, there it is, tax auctions. Um, she realized that they were going pretty cheaply, and so she just kind of jumped on them and decided to kind of take the initiative on that. She so, had a lot of... Um, to Yancey's theory, normally I would buy in. Sounds like some bullshit. But I was on the commission when the street was proposed to be done. And that was simply a... The streets of Caulfield suck, as you can attest. Mm-hmm. And there was some grant money. It had to be spent in an income-based kind of an area. Which is why when everybody was like, why 9th Street? Why that's did why 9th Street get a nice street? Right. Because that's how it works. So it ground down to brick. Well, then in the middle of it... One of the staff come to the commission and said, hey, we've also found some money for improvement of sidewalks in the same kind of income-based area. It does look like that. 10th Street also got the same thing. Mm -hmm. 
but I well, can this see just, where you're going. This just seems to be well, – no, it doesn't seem to be. I don't mean it that way. This is just coincidental, and it's also a good fit because that's where the new street is. That's where she owns property. It that's maybe be. where the city is yeah. wanting to make a nicer neighborhood, so it's that, all just a good fit. Right? She's done be. a good job over there of, of the houses that they have yeah. redone. Oh, yeah. Well, she's also done some of that deal that I talk about in reverse, though. You know how we use our neighborhood as an example. Luckily, we haven't experienced this. But actually, I was talking to a guy about this today. There'll be a nice neighborhood, and it takes one person to move in to kind of fuck it up, and the people next to him want to leave, and then slowly, before you know it, that becomes the norm. She's kind of done the reverse. Mm -hmm. She went into historically kind of a shitty little area, and she made it nice. She bought a few houses. She kind of controlled the narrative of the block, and other people saw what she was doing, and she helped them paint up their house and fix it up a that is bit. something yeah. she did she did help the, her neighbors she does like, have equity in her shit because night street to heading to the east of where her properties are on yeah. those those houses that she's fixed up as you go east it's getting nicer and nicer which yeah, is it's it is. great because it's i can spreading. remember um trigger treating there when i was a kid and oh, it was yeah. a bunch of older people that lived there and they had their nice little uh, painted bungalows yep. and whatnot and man go. it was a really nice neighborhood and, and then, then they died off it fell into repair for you know disrepair for about twenty years. So what you're saying is Ninth Street is experiencing gentrification. <laughs> <laughs> so China is planning to develop weapons China. to destroy Elon Musk's Starlink. Uh, Chinese military researchers are reportedly do they really want to take on Elon Musk. Up, right. Uh, they're reportedly constructing ideas on how to destroy the Starlink satellite system in the event that Beijing decides it is a threat to the country's national security. I think it's always funny when um, a place like China is so concerned about their national security because you know that all they're all they're worried about is their military prowess. They're not worried about you know spying on their citizens or anything like that. Do you think their military is? Uh as badass as they say it is, or do you think it's a lot like what Russia's been uh, fucking sticking out there for the last 30 years, and we're finding huh. out that a little small country over there with a lot of help from us getting their asses pretty much handed to them. Right. I mean, they seem to be winning, but they're not owning that shit. Man, flip a coin, right? Because for so long, everybody yeah. thought that Russia was this huge powerhouse, right. which I have a theory on that. You know, Russia's obviously a nuclear superpower. Mm -hmm. Have they... Uh, been writing that for so long that oh we have these nuclear weapons that everything else has suffered I mean literally we've seen tracks falling off of tanks they're running out of fuel tires right. literally rotting off of trucks over there their their military doesn't seem to be the best trained in the world have they uh, have they said for so long hey we've got these these nuclear weapons the rest of our military can kind of suffer it's there and we have the sheer numbers we have millions and millions in our our military for cannon fodder. But hmm. yeah, is China the same way? They have millions and millions in their they, in their arsenal. It's it's always interesting how put together militaries can look, but it's just that it's just a look. Like okay, so you can step in time. Yeah, and you can have awesome. these huge parades right. to show off your military. Right. Like, but is all that just projecting? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and then I just have. Uh, have one more thing here. So <clears throat> New York City has officially removed the city's last public payphone. Yes. I marking the end of an era. And then I saw people freaking out about it. 
because you know no it's going yeah well they're all like that was you know how i had to tell my mom where i was gonna be and (laughs) could you not just say the last one is like a i don't know just leave it yeah time capsule type thing build something around it like a in philadelphia they built uh this plexiglass wall around um what was ben franklin's house Mm -hmm. can't see anything in it except the hole where his toilet was because you know they didn't no running water, that type of stuff. So, Hold like, on. yeah, what? There's a plexiglass wall around a structure, or just on the ground, just, oh, just like a hole. Yeah, like there's there's a hole in the ground, and they they've built this plexiglass structure to like outline where his house was, and like and you can all walk you can on top of it. No, it's it's a wall. Like you oh, can you see can't into go around it. it. And there's right. a hole in the middle. Yeah, of it's basically yeah. the and they say the plexiglass this is, is like the footprint of <laughs> yeah. his house. Yeah. Yeah, that's, they could have done that. Toilet. To the, yeah, right there. We're like, oh, great. He this is where you gotta be able to pay five bucks to drop some right. heat where old Ben <laughs> sit. It was literally just a hole in the this ground. This is where he stood in the window with the curtains open, but naked. Yeah. <laughs> so they should have plexiglassed the telephones, is what we're saying. Yeah. That that's an, as important as Ben Franklin's toilet. That's not the pooping story for tonight, by the way. So we pretty much <laughs> covered most of what. Uh, we talked about while we were going through all this. I've got a couple of stuff. Just people that you know bring up stuff to me. So gas is crazy right now. No kidding. And we were what talking about that whole thing about getting three hundred dollars if it went over four dollars a an an average. Remember when they yeah. were saying that Biden was going to send out three hundred dollars to every thing family? He needs to do. So somebody brought up the fact that Oklahoma gas is cheaper because they don't have. A lot of the taxes we do, which is why their roads are worse than Kansas. And somebody said, well, isn't that ironic? They have cheaper gas, which causes you to drive more, but yet they fix their roads less. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a true. self-filling prophecy. I thought that was kind of funny. I mean, it is true, though, that literally 30 cents cheaper in no water. Yeah. Yep. You know, it was 419 last weekend. I had to go out of town, went down to Ulaga, and it was 388 in no water. And That's it was 419 in town. We paid 388 at no water. Yeah. And by the time we used our Casey's Rewards, which yes. you're not getting any money from right now from Casey's, it was a lot cheaper. Yeah, no kidding. I'd also like to do my uh, weekly reminder to the silent majority to start speaking up and getting off your asses. Stop being silent. Your uh, Trump flag waving in your yard is not going to solve our problems. Uh, also, uh, people are surprised that the world is so shitty. We already kind of talked about that. You know, we've been creating this uh, soup of shit for years with uh, total inclusion of everybody, the shit on the TV, the men think they're women, all these shitty ingredients to the soup that is society, and we're surprised that it tastes like shit. Right. People act like it happened overnight. Like, oh, what the hell happened? happened? What happened is you've been sitting there ignoring it on your couch Hoping that it doesn't happen to you, right? And guess what? Everybody it's happening going, to you now. Hey, well, that's over there in that part of the country. It's not really affecting me here. Yeah, it's not really affecting me. Those people moved. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, most of them to Texas. Here's one I heard uh, earlier this week. A guy's wife was getting a hysterectomy. He had to sign basically a permission slip. I'm like, what the fuck? And another guy said his 20-some-year-old daughter was getting one. He had to sign because for Because they're so young? 
I don't know. It's kind of ironic, though, that... Uh, Here it comes. What? Go ahead. Oh, I was, uh, you're no, going to go to the kid thing, right? Which, the, the abortion stuff? Well, abortions and the stuff that happens yes. in the schools. Yes. So that's what, I, that's what I even brought up in there. Thank you, because I was having a moment there. I was losing what I was getting ready to say. As I said, that's odd. Your 14-year-old daughter can go to the clinic at the high school and get birth control, yet a man has to give permission for his wife to have a hysterectomy. That seems like maybe a little bit of an old school rule. Yeah. He doesn't have to have per- doesn't have to give permission to have an abortion though. No, exactly. Did mm. you know that I was told today and we might have heard this before that there's a covenant to our neighborhood that may or may not still be on the books and if anybody in Caulfield's listening I'd like our to find out. Yes. Okay. That a black person couldn't own property in this neighborhood. And really? as of about what? 10 to 12 years ago, it was still an active law. None what? that nobody knew about, but yet right. it was on the covenant that's of this stupid. neighborhood. I Damn. mean, it's stupid, but that's history. As long as nobody tries to tuck rule that thing and bring well, it out of obscurity. My I mean, question is why? Like, first of all, because it was where's this covenant? 1870 something, and, and black people weren't thought of the same way. Okay, but we've had a black mayor. What? What's the point now, though? And like, it's just one of those. What else is that, on this covenant? Well, exactly. It's just never been brought up, and it's just history has just forgot about it. And where do I find this covenant? Because now well, I just want to know. I asked for a picture of it. And he said he was going to send me one, and I'll have to send him again. Hey, is this around the same time that that community north of Coffeeville, like, was north on North Sunflower up there? What's it called, Justin? North of Sunflower? Yeah, on North Sunflower up there, there was a, a black community. Oh shit. Um, I don't remember what it's called. Was, was that around the same time that they were trying to basically uh, push black folk out of the community and, and to the northern part of the, the city? That Those things might go hand in hand if it's the same time frame. Here's one for you. So in the 70s and 80s, you know, a lot of, not a lot of guys, but kids that belong to gangs or gang members, you could always tie it back to, not always, but most of the time, they were looking to be included. They were looking to find people like them. You mm-hmm. know, they were susceptible and the gang saw it. Oh, and see, said, this is why we're supposed to include everyone. Is the trans the new gang in a certain way? You know, I don't feel like everybody else, but these people are accepting of me. Come on in. Mm-hmm. Come on in. You know, I'm just saying mm-hmm. this whole trans culture where everybody needs to be a tranny. Except, though, that they say that it only happens in the East and the West Coast. And even Bill Maher said, why aren't the people in the middle of the country having the same issues that these people are? Right. You know, I don't know. That was just, you know, a thought that happened in a conversation we was having. Did Bill Maher teach us that we can disagree? Yeah. I mean, I actually have a couple of clips from Bill Maher, who actually is so funny that a guy that can be considered on the fringes in the nineties and early two thousands actually makes more sense than anybody on the left. But isn't right that now. interesting though, how many people we like, we all grew up thinking, well, not Justin, he's older than us, but um, for sure we grew up thinking that like there were certain people who were very much on this side or that side, but now yeah. it's like, they're not so much anymore. Right. And, do you got no. clips? Yeah, I got a couple of clips. It's funny. Uh, before I play them, I, I've seen certain things pertaining to Bill Clinton here lately. The fact that Bill Clinton opposed gay marriage during his presidency, that Bill Clinton actually came out at one time with comments about abortion that would be considered middle of the road these days. I mean, a Clinton Democrat, and you could say Bill was 
fake as they come old slick willy that was basically a populist and telling people you know what, what they, they wanted, wanted to hear yeah. in the climate of the country at the time but for a democrat to say those things would be unheard of these days and they would be ostracized and made a pariah I'm sure out of wi- i'm surprised so, his wife didn't like divorce him before you play your clip what i was trying to get at is i traditionally until here recently have disagreed with the majority of what bill maher has said but I think we're finding out that if we listen to each other, eventually we're going to find some common ground. Yeah, at least this a is, little. This is something that we always preach in here. Just because we disagree with most of what each other is saying, we're really all just trying to get to the end here. Yeah. And if you listen to each other, you might actually find something that you agree on. And the majority of people now, you're still going to have fringe type people where you're like, I, I don't agree with any of that. Yeah, I don't even want to be around you. Right. Well, but that's... You know, the type of people that you guys are talking about are probably people who, I would imagine, like, that's all they talk about. That's all that there is to them. Mm -hmm. Most people, you can get in and find, oh, I disagree with your politics, but we like the same blah, 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 whatever. I think what's happened to Bill Maher is two, two, two main ingredients here. His party truly has gone so far to the left, they're making him look like a moderate, Mm -hmm. and... He's getting old enough now that his filter is leaving. He has zero fucks. He has money. He doesn't really care about it too much anymore. So if they cancel him, he's going to be like, who gives a shit? Well, and Bill Maher literally had a show called Politically Incorrect. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean they, the, that's where the term come from. Yeah. <clears throat> PC culture. Right. So here, here's Bill Maher just the other night on his show, uh, Real Time. And finally, new rule, if something about the human race is changing at a previously unprecedented rate, we have to at least discuss it. Broken down over time, the LGBT population of America seems to be roughly doubling every generation. According to a recent Gallup poll, less than 1% of Americans born before 1946, that's Joe Biden's generation, identify that way. 2.6% of boomers do. 4.2% 4.2% of Gen X, 10.5% of Millennials, and 20.8% of Gen Z. Which means if we follow this trajectory, we will all be gay in 2054. We'll all be gay and human society will cease to exist. Population control. There we go again. And then who's going to buy this chair? <laughs> I'm just saying that when things change this much, this fast, people are allowed to ask, what's up with that? All the babies are in the wrong bodies? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was there a mix-up at the plant, like with Captain Crunch's Oops Old Berries? (laughs) There you go. Which is a scam. Did did you hear that? 20% of Gen Z identify as some form of trans which means the next generation is going to be 40 and then you're up to 80 if that continues right 2055 we're all going to be gay (laughs) right which means population control yeah well i mean (laughs) yeah here's here's the next clip but some of it is it's trendy penis equals man okay boomer Remember, the prime directive of every teen is anything to shock and challenge the squares who brought you up. It's why nobody gets a nose ring at 56. <laughs> I totally get my nose pierced if so And if you haven't noticed that with kids, doing something for the likes 
is more important than their own genitals, you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> Dr. Erica Anderson is a prominent 71-year-old clinical psychologist who is herself transgender and who now says, I think it's gone too far. The LA Times summarizes, she's come to believe that some children identifying as trans are falling under the influence of their peers and social media. If you attend a small dinner party of typically very liberal upper-income Angelinos, it is not uncommon to hear parents who each have a trans kid having a conversation about that. What are the odds of that happening in Youngstown, Ohio? If this spike in trans children is all natural, why is it regional? Either Ohio is shaming them or California is creating them. I mean... What? Your friends. Ugh. Um. He said penis equals man. Okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah. I think that the uh, it's ironic that the quote-unquote boomers are pandering to this. Well, the boomers are also the hippies, let's not forget. Yeah, sure. Which goes, I mean, so hand-in-hand hand with all of this. But, I mean, that's really what's happening. Could you imagine if our parents had, or the generation before us especially too, well, before us, I mm-hmm. guess, old man over here. That's right. They, um, if our parents had just given in to everything that we thought we, we were or wanted to be or wanted to do or... Man. Man, yeah. Like, what kind of stupid position would I be in in life if I had just gotten the okay to literally be anything do anything change anything well it used to be you can be anything you want well i want to don't be stupid yeah yeah Yeah. you can't be stupid yeah back then though it meant like achieve your dreams of like occupation i'm gonna take credit gen z i'm sorry generation x gen x you fuckers, I hate to say you fuckers because I'm part of it, we're the ones that started the damn uh, participation trophies. Yes, that's true. It was our kids that got the first participation trophies back there in the, what, mid-late 90s? Yeah. What the hell, man? Field day at school, man. Get that participation ribbon, right? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Shit. The white one. Yeah, the, the white, white one. one. Yeah. yeah, the white one. I, I, usually got the, I usually got the green one. <laughs> the green one. I mean, I was there and I didn't do terrible, but I wasn't first, you know? <laughs> it's funny. But, yeah. I just, I mean, what's going on with those people today that, and is it because they're like the grandparents of these kids? Oh, enabling because they want to spoil their grandkids and right. give them everything they want, which means... That's all. I mean, everything. It's, not just, it's not just them. I mean, let's be honest. Though, like, it, like Justin said, it's it's the people who were having kids with you know his basically our kids now. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's all of us. And for some reason, parents are just okay with it. Like this whole um uh um what's the word I'm looking for the doctrine that we like to minority no not minority mature minor. Thank you. There it is. That whole thing. When I talked to parents about it, they would, several of them were like, well, at least they're going somewhere to talk. Guys, that is your job. Mm, yeah. That's your job to make sure that your kids know and like the birds and the bees and 
you know, how to stop that. Or Why do you think there's a correlation between indoctrination of your kids and how society is now? It's because the home you, life is suffering. These parents have no influence on their kids and they're letting schools Justin, raise why, their kids. Why are they? Why? And society raise their kids. Justin has a theory about this. What? Why do they? Uh, why are? Why is school raising our kids now instead of families? Because of the uh, we've ruined the nuclear family. Because. Well, what what happened to to ruin the nuclear family? Apparently, you know. Tell me. <laughs> it's his theory. I'm just saying that when women started going to work. Oh yeah. We're too busy. That's right. Mm. You don't have time to raise your kids. I have a job and a half. Exactly. You don't have time to raise your kids. What about the plus the, all the volunteer stuff that we're supposed to do? The factors the, of the nuclear family too that have been disrupted by broken families, right? Factor into that hugely and too. And part of that broken family, I I think I I agree with Justin. People aren't going to like this, but I think again is when women back went back to work. The crazy stories I hear about what happens at work, at whatever that was, um from people who who have jobs very different from mine. It's just insane. Just insane. And if women were at home, some of those things wouldn't Oh. Okay. <laughs> it it went there. I just think it's crazy. Well <clears throat> there's uh your thrusts into situations sometimes wow. and people don't have <laughs> I feel like that was a <laughs> People lack self-control that they might have had otherwise, yeah. I think is what you're getting at. And we're moving away from, I mean, again, people aren't going to agree with me, but you're moving away from church, like actually being something more than just, yeah, I'm going to show my face here on Sundays because mm-hmm. that's what is expected of me. Like, you know, the whole dinner table, eating um, as a family and, you know, all those things change because there's no time and there's no real dedication to it. We- we should have a discussion sometime about what you just said there and church turning into huh checking that box checking yeah. the box a social event yeah. or even the bastardization of religion to the point right. to where We've it even becomes watered religion down so much now that it's that it doesn't mean anything you go right. to feel like you're you're doing what you're supposed to do and then but you don't have a real relationship and nobody's right. actually leading you to I mean I I, I completely 100% agree that that is everybody's individual responsibility but you go to a church that's supposed to you know a pastor's supposed to help you in this small groups or sp- whatever and question and point out your flaws because what they're supposed to do so real quick and not a whole lot to say on it uh, one of our producers sent Megan and I a link that uh, there's some anticipation that the Supreme Court is going to be making a ruling over a case where somebody, I don't remember what state it was, sued I don't remember. and said that they should be able to use their tax money to pay for their uh, private school. And there's some speculation the Supreme Court is going to uh, agree. Yeah, which would change, I mean, that would... Talk about school voucher stuff? Yes, that would just, oh, here it is, Um, kill... Some of the the uh, politicians who are just so desperately trying to hang on to money for their school districts. Yeah, well, and backing from teachers' unions so, and yeah. stuff let's, like that. Let's give them a little example right now. What we're talking about, let's say your school district has a thousand school-age kids in it, however they figure that up. 
the local school district gets set amount of money for each child from taxes. Yeah. So, but of those thousand, only 750 of them go to the public school. The other quarter of them go to a private school. Well, the public school is still getting all of your tax money and you reap no benefit from it. So what they're trying to say is that you should be able to get that tax money you sent in used to pay for your school where you choose. It's in Maine. Maine. I thought it was in Maine. That could blow the top off of a whole bunch of shit around here. It sure. says... Uh, um, Teachers could get paid more at private schools. Yes. Oh. Way many more programs <laughs> at private schools. Let's make that happen. I'm on board. Um, so this says it's... Um, allows the state to pay for tuition at private schools in areas where there is no public school. That's a thing. No public school. So long as that private institution is non-sectarian in accordance with the First Amendment. Hold on a second. There's no public school option? Read that again. It says, uh, allows the state to pay for tuition at private schools in areas where there is no public school. Oh, so then that's still, that's not completely where we need to be then. But that's the crack you need. Yeah. Yeah, because, because then, what then, what deems that you don't have a public school there? Yeah, why wouldn't you have a public school? Yeah, I guess. Well, there's no, it can't work. There's every, no, there's every, no place where there's everywhere in the United States you should be in a school district, mm-hmm. right. no matter how rural but you are. But they're saying where there's no, there's an area where there's no public school. So, like my case in point here, Tyro, there's not a public school in Tyro. But is that saying that everybody that wanted to go to school in Tyro would have to live in Tyro so there wouldn't be a public school in their taxable area? Right, because aren't you in a school district where there's a consolidated school or something because like I'm that? Because I'm pretty sure Tyro... District. They go to Caney. Pretty mm-hmm. sure Tyro is Caney School District. Caney School District, but it's not so that, that means area. That this is one of these things we're just talking out of our ass. Yeah, we time. have no idea. <laughs> just to be clear on that, we have no idea. Um, and then it says the two families, along with... A libertarian institute. Oh, here we go. Brought a suit asking that courts require the state to include sectarian religious schools in the program. It's been rejected by lower courts, but mm. anyway, so they're looking to. Uh, Look at that, doing good work. Do something, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, it's not necessarily school vouchers, which is something that, I mean, really politicians and those in the public school sector, like really freak out about because it would take money away from certain schools and throw it to other places because the kids or parents really want their kids to go to, you know, quote unquote the best. Right. So like in um, Tulsa, where all like there's charter schools, you would want your kid to go to the charter school. I would be doing everything I could to get my child into the charter school yeah. in Tulsa. If we lived in Tulsa. So they wouldn't, nobody else would like that though, because that would mean I would be taking money from whatever district that she should be in. Schools are a business. Well, and politicians always love to ignore the fact that a lot of these private and charter schools uh, do a lot better. So just a quick little, uh, and it's not really a jab, but let's just, what we're talking about. Our local school board here has been trying to pass pretty damn big tax, uh, bills here lately they haven't been passing but the work is still getting done that's all i'll say about that so we went to uh owasso the other day to hit up uh, academy uh partially to prepare for our upcoming camp out but 
honestly, I need some new shoes because my good tennis shoes have now become my everyday shoes. And you probably have a good shoes and then you have the other ones. Yeah. No shoes, man. I'm talking like there were shoes, but not very many. The store in general was pretty low on inventory. So I'm starting to wonder if this and the same producer that sent us that last link, me and him talked about this. I'm starting to wonder if there's a coordinated effort here to fuck us. And his theory is if you control the fuel prices, you control everything. So instead of giving us mask mandates, they're going to make fuel prices so expensive that you can't afford to travel and they're going to take everything else like ga- it's all about uh, control. food prices, gas prices, um, clo- you know, prices of everyday materials are still going to keep you home where they don't have to, quote unquote, tell you to isolate. You're just going to do it because you can't afford to go anywhere else. See, they'll never try to chop down the tree in one swing. They'll just chop at it. I remember a few years ago, let's go back to guns for a second. They said, oh, we don't think that they'll outright ban guns. They'll just make certain aspects of shooting a gun harder. Yeah, lead. There's been efforts to outlaw lead, uh, you know, because they say that it (laughs) poisons the ground and and whatnot when you shoot lead shot in shotguns. Doesn't it come from the ground? Well, there you go. But also making ammunition so scarce and highly priced or pricing, uh, you know, materials to make magazines through the roof to where you can't afford magazines, that sort of thing. Things that make shooting harder. You can have your gun, but how the hell are you going to use it if you don't have things to shoot out of it? Can't afford to use it. Exactly. It's basically a paperweight or a club sitting there. So that's all I've got for notes. And... For those that have listened, we have poop stories occasionally, and I'm we're kind of out, so we're going to use somebody else's. It's kind of ours, though. So a while back, one of our daughter's friends claim it as our own. And he's been <laughs> we do we claim him as our own. It's okay. He's okay. been regretting this story. I don't know if he listens, but he's uh, going to listen to this one. Don't mind all the f words. Yeah, he had to go. He had to wade through all the f words. Sorry, bud. <laughs> he's 18 now. He's it's a man. True. It's he's true. Have to deal with it. The storm of f words has passed. Yeah. <laughs> so this kid, right? It's a pretty good kid. He's got a haircut like Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> uh, one day we get this call or a text or something that this dude need to come in and go to the bathroom. Like he really needed to go to the bathroom. So, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. So well, this is wait a minute. This two. sounds awkward. <laughs> we just got a text or something. So to set up the background for this, this, um, this kid takes our daughter like places yeah she's not like girlfriends like he's the oldest kid so he gets yeah to he's drive the older the brother of her other around, friends yeah. and gotcha and so yeah um a good kid really a good kid and he deals with these 14 year old girls very well but um anyway so he was bringing her back home after a trip we're gonna have to get out of here soon yeah see you up there Yes. Those are flying ants, dude. Oh, boy. It's mating season. Yeah, they're all over. They're the only ones that can reproduce. Did you know? We're basically having an orgy right here. (laughs) Okay. See, sorry about that one, too, bud. Watch going on. Good night. Anyway, so there's the background. This kid just didn't randomly um, send a message and ask if he could stop it. (laughs) I'm in the neighborhood. I, I I instantly went into Red Foreman. You know, I'm like, why the hell does he need to come in here? He lives two, three blocks away. Oh, it's a nine one one. Yes, you know, and it's like, oh, so he comes in. I don't even see him because the way our living room is, he he goes <laughs> he down bolts. the hallway, and I'm like, damn, that boy had to go, huh? 
and I'm watching the TV show, and after a little while, I'm like, "Damn, is he is he still here?" <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, what the hell? In that time, the sisters are coming in. Our daughter's like, coming in. They're going back out. They're what's in and he out doing there? Cars. Doing Sudoku back there? You know, it's like you need to. What the hell is he doing? I think you know, he threatened and, to charge him for toilet paper. And then he come in there, and I had something snarky to say to him. But I was like, "What in the hell, man?" I think you asked him if it came out all right. Yeah, I think I did. I said, "Everything come out all right." <laughs> His face got pretty red. But what the hell? He lives three blocks away, dude. Have you, His own oh, parents now, made fun on. of him from that. You've for that. been there. You've been <laughs> no, there. no. This I I can say this with all honest truth. I'd pull up and go get the hell out. Yeah, <laughs> and then I would have drove <laughs> my ass. I might have shit my pants in my own front yard, but I would have... <laughs> At least you'd have been home. I wouldn't have done what he did. Hey, there's That's something a, about being in the comfort of your own. I guess he's comfortable that, that yeah, he can come and drop ass right in our well, house I and mean, up somebody honest, else's. They end up hanging out and just talking like for a while every time. I think every time I see him from now on, I'll play the drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> So that was the poop story for the week. I got a couple other things here. As you know, a couple weeks ago, we uh, told people what we named poops, you know, me and uh, Lord uh, Flatulence mm-hmm. at Fartingdale. Yeah. You what named them? You remember the Greg Luganus? Oh, geez. The Peekaboo Poop, the Driftwood, yes, the Brian Yes, Slider, yes, yes. I remember. I don't need cheeks, the refreshers. The Houdini. Justin Where'd doesn't go? believe yes. in the Houdini. Oh, okay. Is that the one that you... I thought you didn't believe in that one. I'm taking credit for that one. What's it again? It's where, it's where you poop and you get up and it's just gone. It must be a blind slider that goes ahead and commits all the way. <laughs> or maybe it's fully under the toilet paper and not quite peek-a-poo-poo. <laughs> blind slider. That's when you can't see one end of it. Slide down in there? Yeah. Come on, man. Come so on. we got a new one I come up with. Why? Like Why do we? Never mind. Actually, there's three. I come up with one. I had help with two. What? These ants are really starting to freak me out. We can't even get out of here. Uh, it's always something. With so we have one called the Die Hard. Oh, God. Because it piles up tall like a building. Justin. <laughs> There's explosions. You got to fight your way through it like Bruce Willis. <laughs> and, and Lord Fletchson says, when you flush the toilet, you say, uh, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> Alan Rickman falls from the top That's of right. it. <laughs> so there's also there's also the lasagna. Oh, God. That's the it's layers. So that's the one where you took the poop. You did your business, you wiped, and you're like, oh, shit, I got to go again. So then you throw another layer on, and then another roll toilet paper. <laughs> That's the lasagna. What is wrong with you? So this guy, <laughs> so this other guy, keeping with the Italian theme, I was complaining about my daughter, our daughter, peeing and not flushing the toilet paper all the way. So it's in there floating. The toilet paper. He goes, so if you come in there and drop heat on that toilet paper, then oh. wipe and put toilet paper on top of that, that's called the ravioli. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I said, so if you take a shit with spurs on, is that a spaghetti uh, western? You just need to stop. <laughs> just stop. I am so curious to know, and I will uh. never be able to find this out because nobody's going to listen to this yeah. i just want to know <laughs> i just want to know who's listening to this or who's listening who is listening that's good if shit you're right listening, there just like get a call man drop a message you yeah like call. send a call whatever i need you to call if you just listen to this call 620-625-0146 and say megan i'm listening uh, to the end 
listening to the bitter end. This is the bitter end. Yeah. I mean, that's commitment that right there. That was it. If you're still tuning in, thank you very much. Next yeah. weekend, we're going to be... Too much show. Next weekend, we're going to be camping. Yeah, so no show. Unless we're going to... Are you going to do something down there? I don't know. We usually... You know, actually, I had thought we can record right to the phone. Yeah? Uh, I don't have any kind of special... Uh, aftermarket mic that i can plug into my oh, you phone you have one of those little bitty ones that the tiktokers all use even if it's just a short one you know 15 20 minutes just to uh say hi you know say hey this is what we're doing yeah maybe everybody there at the uh at the camp out can say hey we'll see but if not it, that'll probably be the uh that'll probably be the official uh show i mean we sometimes take a week off yeah. two or three times a year and this may be it so we're going to be camping Hopefully you enjoyed this. The computer's dying. Oh. I plugged it back in. Remember to go to WKOPodcast.com. Join. Become and a commissioner. Share this Send us a buck friends. or two. We appreciate it. I'm sorry. Send, become a commissioner? Yeah, something like that. Do something <laughs> in your public. Get involved. Uh, help us out. And uh, because, you know... It costs us money to do these things, and we need, apparently need to kill these flying ants, man. Dude, that's also, a lot if you of have ants. ant yeah. issues, some we bitches know. are all over. So everybody in town's got ant issues. It's but all that so damn we rain, got flying ants suddenly. They're everywhere in here. I wish I had a bug bomb. I mean, they're all over my desk. Okay, let's get out of here. Peace out, Girl Scout. <laughs>